from the Hammered Stein Ballroom, welcome to the Drunk Wrestling History Roast of Ryback. Presented by Rheingold, the dry beer. Think of Rheingold whenever you buy beer. Tonight's roasters are the Drunk Wrestling Historians, Scott Toon and Eddie Martin, as well as NXT General Manager, William Regal. And now, please welcome your designated roast master, Adam Rabinovitz. Welcome to the Drunk Wrestling History Roast of Ryback. Of course, the notable roasters uh, among us are here. Eddie and Scott, the Drunk Wrestling Historians. Give it up for them. For a night like this, I would have liked to have the Friars Club present to celebrate the night. Instead, we ended up with the Deep Friars Club. <laughs> There's supposed to be more of us. Uh, we sent an invitation to Triple H to be a roaster tonight. But when he saw that he had to be on the same stage as Ryback, I guess he had a cardiac event. <laughs> Hunter, get well. Wishing you a speedy recovery. Uh, Shane McMahon was supposed to join us. He helped build this set for tonight. And he ended up falling two stories. Again. Don't worry, he's okay. Our Bay Area's own Bailey was supposed to show up, but something tells us Naya was even jealous of that, and that's why she's on the shelf for a few months. <laughs> uh, I don't care whether or not she calls a sheep for her whole set, it would have been better than anything Naya would have said. <laughs> Naya says that she's going to be leaving early tonight because she wants to beat the crowd. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, also, Ahmed Johnson was supposed to be on stage, but we heard there was a walking through a revolving door related accident as he was coming in. <laughs> Hopefully the injuries aren't too bad. Uh, but Scott Toon is here. We once had to cancel a podcast recording because Scott got food poisoning from Taco Bell after bragging about eating there on social media. Scott, go see what Ryback has stashed and make it happen again. It would be one less presenter we'd have to listen to. <laughs> you all know that he's from the Fully Posable podcast, where he covers that fig life. Not wrestling toys, just him stuffing his face with fig newtons. <laughs> it, it, would, it would be more interesting if Jeff was the only host of that show, but in the middle he's feeding you going, Here comes the airplane. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Martin is here. Give it up for him. We've done legendary Valentine's Day episodes, and Eddie and Scott have brought their wives on the shows. And the closest to action I've ever gotten is seeing Eddie's drunken ass crack in his pee bags. <laughs> Why do you always show us the bags when you're done? Are you that much of a drunk wrestling historian that you have to show us that you have pee on tap? It's like... Your skills filled all the way just by grabbing the handle. <laughs> when Eddie told me about this roast a few months ago, I immediately knew what his favorite part would be. The end, so he could just ignore everyone and just watch Iron Maiden videos. <laughs> we also cannot forget our esteemed guest, NXT General Manager William Regal. One of the best technical wrestlers to ever go at it in a wrestling ring. Now look at you. You look like Prince Charming's grandpa that tells Impact fans to get off his lawn. 
Remember for a short time you were part of the faction, the Un-Americans? Let's see. You're now retired from wrestling, you live in Florida, and you have a history of drug problems. Sounds pretty American to me. (laughs) (laughs) But we are here to honor Ryback. Ryback was born Ryan Allen Reeves in Las Vegas, Nevada. The city is is so ashamed to associate with you that they literally signed a guy named Ryan Reeves to play for the Vegas Golden Knights. (laughs) Aside from your name, you and he, along with the Golden Knights, have something in common. You're always coming up just a bit short in high-stakes (laughs) matchups. At least the name Ryback is a good variation of your name. It's something that has true self-meaning to you. And at least you didn't endow someone with a stupid name, like Dewdrop. (laughs) He started on Tough Enough, but proved at the time he wasn't tough enough. He was a corn-fed meathead on NXT. Then he hit the ground running, becoming Ryback on the main roster. He would wreck people up. But then he hit bottom when his WWE career could no longer handle the weight of the world. I mean, Mark Henry. (laughs) You always entered a matchup angry and unstable. My favorite match of yours was when those hyenas called you a pig and then you and Timon attacked them. I remember that was that was fun. You, You talked about how the book Secrets changed your life. I was hoping you were talking about WWE's new book about what they thought of your career. I mean, you really burst into the scene, and now you're suddenly forgotten by pro wrestling. I guess Retribution also read that book. (laughs) Also, where'd you get the name Shellshock for your finishing move? It's because when you do it, you look like a middle-aged mutant ninja turtles that falls backwards dropping your groceries before getting to the car. We only saw the alliance, but never the matchup. But you look like if Deacon Batista got the shit beat out of him by Reverend Devon. Oh, my brother, testify! (laughs) You got a WWE Championship match against CM Punk because in the process of determining whether you or John Cena deserve the match, he conceded. It wasn't because you earned it. The real reason you got that match is because Cena saw what a sick-looking fool you were that he wanted to boost his Make-A-Wish Foundation numbers. No! (laughs) Here's something. You call yourself the big guy. Well, there's also Andre, Yoko, Earthquake, Bam Bam, Vader, Rikishi. We've also seen you, and you've even acknowledged that you've wrestled the great Kali, Big Show, Mark Henry, and Braun Strowman. Those are big guys. We literally had an episode about big guys, and there was a reason why you weren't on that episode. Just because you have a nickname that implies something doesn't make it true. I'm looking at you, guy, who thought he literally turned into a King Corbin. But... Compared to those wrestlers, you calling yourself the big guy is like Golden Corral using the slogan, it's the best buffet in the USA. (laughs) 
all versions of your YouTube shows is eating big. Stay positive while you yourself have a meltdown. This video here, that video there, same old thing. It's like missionary position every single <laughs> night. <laughs> Shout out to Roman Reigns. See, I acknowledge the tribal chief because he is freaking jacked. <laughs> you think you could take on Roman if you came back? I acknowledge that you can't even take down the tribal chef boy RD. <laughs> As you all know, you can buy Ryback supplements on feedmemore.com. Eddie and Scott actually have a side bet tonight on who between them delivers a better roast. The winner gets a $25 gift certificate to Ryback shop. Loser gets 100. <laughs> As an expression, whenever he likes something, whether food or whatnot, he says it blows his balls off, which is why his podcast is called The Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. <laughs> You're very vocal about being part of the vegan community. And it's true that with a plant-based diet, you become leaner, which is more of a reason for you to keep working towards getting into AEW so Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy could tear you up and eat you for lunch. <laughs> you know that this is going to be a night where we're going to hit you with zingers and we're going to take jabs at you, but I could still truly say some good things. You're not a lazy person. You get up every day. You bust your ass during workouts. You're clearly working towards your goals, and I can see that whether goals uh, and achievements you want, you're going to work for them, you're going to earn them, you're promoting a vegan diet and using your platform to show that it's not just tofu and powders, but it's real food with great creative potential, and you educate your audience of its many benefits. And you also have a zero tolerance policy for internet goons out there. It's so cool that when you see internet trolls just talking shit, you just block them and show that they're not even worth the effort or energy to argue with them. So keep staying hungry, earn your success, and keep doing what you can to help contribute to a positive world. We hope you have fun tonight. And if you do, we know that we'll have done our job when you end up blocking drunk wrestling history on Twitter. <laughs> All right, let's get to our first roaster of the night. <laughs> our first roaster will be Scott Toon. We're glad that you could join us from your busy schedule of taking advantage of the new Taco Bell monthly membership. <laughs> Eddie said that Scott seemed to be nervous about tonight, but now he's nice and relaxed after playing with his Louisville slugger. <laughs> while watching Derek Jeter's Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> Please welcome a man whose blood type is mild, medium, hot, and spicy, Scott Toon! Put that cigarette out! I'll be perfectly honest, this is the least excited I've ever been to do a podcast. Maybe I'd be more excited if we were roasting a better wrestler than Ryback. Perhaps someone like Kevin Federline, Snooki, or Jay Leno. I knew this was going to be bad when the most recognizable person on the dais was a guy who drinks piss tea. William Regal is also known for taking a piss on the big show, which is the only time in Carmella's life that she wished she was the big show. 
If I had to rate Regal's in-ring work on a scale of one to 10, I would say to him, you're an eight. <laughs> Let's all take a moment to thank our incredible host, Adam, for doing a tremendous job so far in managing the festivities tonight. Host, podcaster, stand-up comedian, foodie, and improv performer. Adam, is there anything that you can do? <laughs> and the drunkard extraordinaire, Eddie, is here. Eddie, I'm concerned about your excessive drinking lately, I'll be perfectly honest. I know Andre the Giant is one of your heroes, but you shouldn't like, look like a shittier version of him at 42. <laughs> your liver is so black and bloated that Ahmed Johnson saw it and thought he was looking in the mirror. You know it's bad when even Marty Gennetti says he's concerned about you. And while we're at it, you might want to consider a diet. If you need any tips, I hear that Nick Hogan and D'Lo Brown are great at making vegetables. <laughs> but at least your tits still look better than Charlotte's. And Snitsky loves that you still have both of your feet. Kamala's a little jealous, though. Look at this crowd. Everyone is looking sharp tonight. <laughs> Cut it out over there. <laughs> Zip it. Sorry. The Rock is in his $500 shirt, Flair in his very finest Armani suit, and Hogan in his brightest white sheets. We didn't tell Hogan that this was a black tie affair because he would have shown up with rope matches and a can of gasoline. Hulk Hogan, he's a bit of a character. He's old school, so he might tell a story here and there. I don't want to call him a liar, but the last time I saw something that, that was that full of shit, it was Amy Weber's bag. And while we're talking about bags of shit, may as well talk about Ryback. <laughs> Normally you save the guest of honor until the end, but Ryback is used to not being in the main event. Ryback looks like he's the child of Lex Luger and Nicole Bass. <laughs> I'm not saying Ryback is unattractive, but even the great Khali suggested you wear a mask in the ring. Ryback's ring work has served as inspiration to some of the greats of this generation. Chris Statlander, Lars Sullivan, Joey Janela, Ty Conti and Nia Jax. The only thing more dangerous than Ryback in a wrestling ring is Ric Flair in an airplane. <laughs> and speaking of swinging dicks, Joey Ryan is here. The Harvey Weinstein of wrestling and the creator of the infamous dick flip. Your dick flip was so ridiculous, even the Young Bucks said it wasn't believable. If you ever stage a comeback, consider a new finisher. It's five years old and hasn't aged well. Grizzly Smith and Marty Skrull said even they wouldn't touch it. <laughs> And while we're on the subject of kids who were fucked, Chris Benoit is here. Chris, you beat the shit out of Daniel Pewter at the Rumble in 05 and essentially ended his wrestling career. Dude, what did you have against people named Daniel? What Benoit did in 2007 really screwed over Vince McMahon and left a lasting scar on the image of the WWE. In fact, I haven't seen a McMahon fuck like that since Macho Bang Steph. And speaking of dick going in, Paige is here. Oh, and so is Xavier. Brad Maddox wanted to come, but the bus was running a little late. Quite a history they have. Yeah, we all saw the tape. We enjoyed it too. Well, Hulk Hogan didn't enjoy the Xavier scenes. Del Rio wasn't a fan either. He said if anything was gonna make a mess of Paige's face, it should have been his fists. <laughs> and to think, we all thought it was bad when Paige got cum on the NXT logo until Vince took a huge shit on it. <laughs> In closing, normally this is the part of the show where I say nice things about the guest of honor. But fuck him. There is nothing nice to say except that the last name is Reeves. I wish you had more in common with Christopher Reeves. <laughs> Adam, you've quickly become one of my best friends, and I'm honored to be a part of this show with you. Eddie, I've known you forever, and you are my best friend. Hell, you're like the brother I never wanted. <laughs> a lot of podcasts aim to raise the bar, 
but I'm proud to say that we strive to see how low the bar will go. And when it's at its lowest point, it's time to go to the bar. <laughs> Education through inebriation. I love you guys and thank you. Got tune, everybody! All right. Joining us next is a man's man, William Regal. He's one of the best technical wrestlers to ever grace a wrestling ring. And just like his wrestling style, I'm sure his jokes are going to wreck everyone up tonight. If you think his jokes are too harsh or hurtful, I'm sure he has some painkillers to take care of you. Please welcome a former WCW television champion, European champ, WWE European champion, intercontinental champion, hardcore champion, tag team champion, king of the ring, your current general manager of NXT, and the inaugural member of the Vincent Kennedy McMahon Kiss My Ass Club, William Regal. Look at us up here. So many people on stage taking vicious shots at one another. So chaotic it's like we're watching WAR GAMES! <laughs> you might see me and think, is this old Brit capable of embarrassing everyone up here? I'll just have to let the weight of my legs do the talking. Am I right, Mr. Goldberg? <laughs> Let's see, I'm on the stage with a former cowboy, an electrician, a pig, and a Yankee fan. I can't tell if I'm at a roast or a concert for the village idiot people. <laughs> Scott Toon is dressed nice for the occasion, in his same old faded pur purple macho man shirt. <laughs> Will it kill you to wear a necktie? <laughs> once. Just once. Just bloody once. <laughs> Even Ikamenjiro put on a dress coat. <laughs> I fathom none of you thought his name would come up during the podcast this early into his tenure. Adam, I don't know why you're laughing at Scott. You say that Scott got sick from Taco Bell and cancelled a recording. At least that session was made up. You literally once lost your audio file not even an hour after recording it. Who's the drunkard now? I'm surprised the invitation you sent me for this roast got through. When I texted you to confirm, Samoa Joe came back, won the NXT title, relinquished it, NXT built a new stage and changed its logo, and then you texted back your response. <laughs> I joke more about Adam, but you two made him watch the wrestling classic. I think he's suffered enough. <laughs> Eddie is here tonight. I was hoping he'd fly to London and get lost in the city after a night of naching. But somehow, Arnold Scarlin would find a way to bail you out and get you here to the roast. <laughs> oh, what? Scarlin's past? Oh, no. He'll, he'll find a way. <laughs> the main reason I'm part of this dais is because I was the pro wrestler paired to train Skip Sheffield in the first season of NXT. Heaven forbid you get into AEW and you start touring the country and across the pond to Asia and Europe, you'd probably hit London and Manchester, but do us a favor and skip Sheffield. 
<laughs> How did you go from cowboy to overly pissed off tough guy? You have the presence of Umaga dressed in wrestling gear from Coloring Mine. <laughs> Under my guidance, I turned wrestlers into superstars. First, there was Tajiri. He went on to become the Japanese buzzsaw. Eugene! Well beloved by so many to this day, and we won tag titles together. But you... After my guidance, you became a millennial salesman of GNC knockoffs. <laughs> I would rather drink another cup of tea filled with Chris Jericho's piss than try your big guy supplements. <laughs> See, every week on the Ryback Show, you say follow you on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and Twitch and Periscope. You do know that Periscope no longer exists, right? <laughs> it was discontinued back in March, and you still say, follow on Periscope. You claim you're getting young and getting fit and making a comeback, but you don't even know in where in God's name your live streams are going. I'm an aging Englishman, and not even I knew that. Let me guess. When you studied us for your set tonight, did you ask Jeeves for help? <laughs> <laughs> Another thing about your ghastly Ryback show. You have a screen next to you that shows a vertically spelled Twitch logo. And the corner of your screen is a graphics bar that says, The Big Guy. It baffles me that you have an entire office or studio or conspiracy theory bunker and choose to film in that one specific angle on your desk. And that angle, with that size of that graphics bar blocking the last letter, your Twitch logo spells out TWIT. <laughs> this isn't meant to be a joke. I'm just stating facts. Every one of you that still watches the Ryback show, he's calling himself a TWIT. <laughs> You must be off your knockers claiming you're making a comeback to professional wrestling. You can't even make a comeback to work in the production truck. <laughs> and who are the chemists that legitimately agreed to produce your supplements? Or were they shell-shocked into doing your dirty bidding? <laughs> Was it the same group of elementary school kids that built early 90s WCW sets, but this counts as their science project? <laughs> All I hear is that your body is ready to get back into wrestling. But the last thing needed before getting into AEW is your scar tissue to heal. It's been two years. Scar tissue that. Scar tissue this. Becky had a baby. <laughs> In a recent interview about changing to a vegan diet, you said that if you came back to the ring, your clothesline move will no longer be called the meat hook, but the beyond meat hook. Does that mean you charge more for tickets and do an ineffective move that is like a clothesline, but not as good? <laughs> That's not so clever, Sunshine. If you're not clever on your set tonight, I don't suggest boosting your brain with whatever that rubbish is that you sell. 
I suggest energizing yourself with a sports drink, maybe something with electrolytes, and if you can't find that, I'd be more than pleased to serve you the power of the punch. <laughs> you may not have won season one of NXT, but after dealing with you and a variety of shenanigans for a handful of weeks, Mr. McMahon and Triple H saw something in me. I'm the true winner of NXT because I'm running the show. In closing, I really do hope to see you at an AEW event. Just let me know whether you want me to leave your tickets at will call or to ship to you. <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> William Regal, everybody! Give it up for him! Great job. All right. Our next roaster is Eddie Martin. During 4th of July and many other occasions, he shreds barbecue pork with power tools. The way uh, the show goes and the amount he drinks, it's inevitable that he'll shred his meat in a jacuzzi-related accident. <laughs> At the San Lorenzo Hot Tropics location. <laughs> Please welcome the 10-time runner-up for the Fantasy Wrestling League that he and Carissa created, Eddie Martin! It's great to see everyone having a good time here. Is everyone drinking? Good, everyone's drinking. Well, it looks like either Bree or Nikki isn't. I'm looking at their table and I see two Bellas and one cup. <laughs> but what's that? Oh, oh, Jimmy Uso stole one of their drinks. <laughs> Jimmy Uso is a member of the famous Samoan wrestling family. He's related to a lot of huge stars, but his favorite is The Rock. Mostly because of his Fast and the Furious movies. Probably because Paul Walker is the only person who is a worse driver than he is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Nick Hogan is also a worse driver. <laughs> looks like Jericho's been having a good time drinking, too. Well, he always looks like he's been having a good time drinking. I'm not, ta I'm not calling him an alcoholic, but the only thing more bloated than his liver is his face. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Nothing will ever be as bloated as his ego. <laughs> I know it's hard to stay in shape at your age, Chris, but Jesus Christ, you look like Brian Nobbs. <laughs> if he drowned. This is great. What a night. All the big stars came out to honor Ryback tonight. And this place is full of wrestling legends. Everyone's here. We've even got a few people who came back from the dead for the show. We've got Freddie Blassie, Bobby Heenan, Vince McMahon's mind, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer's reputation. They even let Virgil in. Now, Virgil, that's a man who's done it all. You might remember him from being Ted DiBiase's butler, the Million Dollar Champion, a member of the NWO, tearing down the ring after a house show in Fresno, <laughs> sweeping up after we're done here tonight. <laughs> Virgil's a hard worker, though, I gotta say. Well, most of the time. We asked him to install ramps for the show tonight, and he didn't get around to it. And that's too bad, because Lex Luger really wanted to be here. <laughs> so did Elizabeth, but she couldn't make it, because Lex killed her. <laughs> the greatest of all time, Shawn Michaels is here. A lot of people think Shawn went into porn after he retired in 1998, but they're mixing him up with an actual porn star named Shawn Michaels. Some people think he started doing gay porn, I guess because of that hat he used to wear. I've been asked about that a lot of times, and I always say, no, no, no. You're thinking of Triple H who swings like that. 
In fact, he's the only person in WWE history who's tasted both China's and Macho Man's dicks. <laughs> it's impressive, it really is. Well, not everyone was impressed. Bret Hart gave him a three out of 10. And it's not just some of the greatest wrestlers of all time here. One of the greatest managers of all time, Jim Cornette, is here. When he was a manager, people couldn't stand him because he was such an asshole. Now people can't stand him because he's such an asshole. <laughs> but he's reinvented himself as a podcaster. A lot of people don't like his show because of the way he badmouths indie wrestling. And he does spend a lot of time complaining about indie mud shows. He hates mud shows. The only indie mud show he likes watching is indie wrestlers fucking his wife in the ass. <laughs> Is that Hulk Hogan in the audience, or did the Crypt Keeper fall asleep in the tanning bed? <laughs> what a career he's had, huh? He's worked everywhere. WWE, WCW, Japan, TNA, Bubba the Love Sponge's bedroom. <laughs> he enjoyed his TNA run because he got to work with his daughter, Brooke. He was a little hesitant when they told him they wanted to bring her in to marry one of the Dudleys, but he was fine with it after they told him it was the white Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, he would have been okay with her marrying Devon if he were nine feet tall and could play basketball. <laughs> Hogan's had a couple rough years lately, though. Things have gotten a little weird. I mean, he used to be Mr. America, and now he's Mr. Florida, man. <laughs> Randy Orton is here. Randy's one of the greatest stars of his generation. Early on in his career, he was a notorious asshole, a total dick. The only bigger dick than Randy is Virgil's dick. <laughs> I would have said Matt Riddle's dick, but fu fuck putting over that jerk off. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of dicks, give it up for my fellow drunk wrestling historian, Scott. You know Scott likes to joke about the time I spilled a pee bag during an episode, but he's just jealous that I can use a pee bag and he can't because he pees sitting down. <laughs> he claims that Shannon told him to sit down so he wouldn't make a mess, but that's just his adorable way of saying he's too short to reach his toilet. <laughs> By the way, thanks for buying that drunk wrestling history onesie, Scott. And don't worry, it'll fit you a little better after you wash it a couple times. <laughs> What a great job by our Ryback cyberstalker, Adam. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> he was the perfect person to be Roastmaster because he's comfortable working in front of a crowd. He hosts trivia, he does improv, and he recently started doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, stand-up. He's still new at it, though, and I don't want to say he's not very good, but the last person I saw that bad at stand-up was Dynamite Kid. Oh my God, Jesus Adam's favorite Candice Michelle is here. Before she was in WWE, she was known for foot fetish videos. And man, those are some feet. A lot of people would love to have feet like that. Oh yeah, it's true. Just ask Kamala. <laughs> Even Maria's back and the WWE universe have never wanted to see Nia botch a move as much as they do now. <laughs> and other than that, I'd rather not talk about her. <laughs> Leo Rush is here. Now there's a guy who should have had a better run in WWE. I think it was his size that held him back. I mean, he's so small that Hulk Hogan tried to dress him up like a jockey and put him on his lawn. <laughs> Are there any Jake Roberts fans here? Look at that, Jake. Everyone loves you. He's great, isn't he? I don't think there's ever, I don't think there's anyone who wasn't a fan of Jake. Well, except for Velveteen Dream. He's more of a fan of Jake's dad. <laughs> but what do you say to a guy who's had a career that spanned decades, loves reptiles, and drinks piss? You say, how's it going, William Regal? <laughs> William Regal was involved in some great storylines throughout his career. He can kiss Vince McMahon's ass. And he's been around forever. Not a lot of people have had careers as long as his. Strangler Lewis said William was his favorite wrestler when he was in middle school. 
started out in WWE as the man's man, and that gimmick really didn't fit him. The only person I've seen flannel look that bad on was Kurt Cobain. <laughs> after the suicide. Oh, God. Oh. The Nature Boy Ric Flair is here, and it's not the best time to be Ric Flair. After that Dark Side of the Ring episode, Tony Khan tore up that contract he had for him, like Scott tearing up Kleenex in the late 90s. <laughs> Rick has also had some health issues recently, mostly from drinking. Rick's liver is so big and black that Hogan told Brooke to stay away from it. <laughs> Speaking of Hogan, noted bigot Ultimate Warrior is here. Warrior had a hell of a run, didn't he? He was one of the biggest stars in wrestling and he just suddenly quit. He quit right after that run to the Ring in the Sky Dome. Unfortunately for all of us, he eventually caught his breath and started again. <laughs> Everyone liked to talk about Warrior's work rate, but I thought he could work pretty well. He wasn't bad. You want to talk about being bad and not able to work, let's talk about his heart. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. And speaking of things that suck and can't work, we are here to honor Mr. Steroids <laughs> himself, Ryback. I actually don't know why we were asked to do this roast. It was probably punishment for that Hogan Title Reigns episode we did. <laughs> I was actually surprised there was even going to be a Ryback roast. Goldberg must not have been available. <laughs> Ryback is kind of an interesting name. He came up with the name because his real name is Ryan and he spent most of his career on his back. <laughs> his original WWE name was Skip, which is what people would do to his matches. <laughs> He's kind of an interesting combination of a few other wrestlers. He's got Goldberg's look, RVD's gear, and Eugene's brain. <laughs> I mean, I'm not calling him dumb, but the kid in the car with Nick Hogan has a higher IQ. <laughs> and he was pretty similar to Goldberg. Similar look, they both had long winning streaks early on, but they aren't exactly alike. Goldberg has fans. <laughs> Ryback gets a lot of shit for being bad in the ring. Now, I don't want to say he's clumsy, but Britney Spears has more control of her body than he does. <laughs> well, this is a roast, and you're supposed to say something nice about the person being roasted, and I do have one good thing to say about Ryback. At least he didn't do any dives in his matches. Every wrestler does a dive now, and that actually made him kind of unique but he's mentioned that he thought about learning to do dives. And actually, he'll have some good help if he does. Sim Snuka offered to catch him. <laughs> Thank you very much, you guys. Make sure to get a picture with Virgil in the parking lot on the way out. <laughs> All right. We've, we have reached a point where there's only one person left to come up and take the mic. Like at a sporting event, they cut off beer sales, so hopefully whatever you have is enough to help endure the last speaker. But please welcome a man that is showing the world that being vegan is not all about tofu, powders, and supplements, while he eats tofu and tries to sell you powders and supplements <laughs> from Tough Enough, the Nexus. An intercontinental champion turned YouTube wrestling conspiracy theorist, the big guy, Ryback. I made a stop before coming here. Found this vegan place in the Bay Area. Great comfort food. Got fried chicken, mac and cheese, and yams. It's all plant-based. Which means I'm better than you meat eaters. That makes me better than you. <laughs> All right, got the loser food tray here. 
Oh, correction. Winner's food tray. Because all I see here are a bunch of losers. <laughs> also got my, uh, my Starbucks cup. Because apparently, I think uh, hot Starbucks coffee goes with a variety of meals. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. It's feeding time. Both for me and now for you. Ryback rules! <laughs> I know you idolize me. Whenever you hop, hop into a hot tub filled with egg drop soup, <laughs> you always yell, Feed me more! <laughs> I'm a big fan of Eddie and Scott. Pretty much because when they talk, Adam can't contribute, so he has to shut up. <laughs> Mm. 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 By the way, Adam, great job on your Val Venus episode porn list. But you see, unlike you, I actually have the money to produce some wrestling porn crossovers. Sean Morley, Sean, let me run some titles by you and see if you're interested. AEW double D's or nothing. AEW Fighter Fist. <laughs> Steve Austin, The Throat and Skull Sessions. <laughs> Table for Three Sums. WCW Super Brawl. NWO Sucked Out. <laughs> WWF Insert Erection. <laughs> King of the cock ring. <laughs> Great balls of desire. And of course, one man gangbang. <laughs> you also said that I'm not the big guy just because I wasn't in your drunk wrestling history episode about big guys. Let me remind you. Not only were you not in that episode, you weren't even invited to be part of the San Diego Experiment <laughs> Experience. Oh God, Shut up your ass! <laughs> Scott. I'm... What are y'all laughing at? This is how I, this is how I do it. Feed me more is not just for me, but it's also for you. <laughs> Scott, I'm proud of you for openly being vegan. You think they actually use meat at Taco Bell? Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> they don't. I've done the research. It's not, and that's gross. Just like you. Ha <laughs> ha, shell shocked your ass. Wait, 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 wait. I take that back. Taco shell shock your ass. <laughs> I was on WWE. Oh, Scott was on Netflix. Adam was on Wipeout. Eddie, what have you done? <laughs> you look like the result when a contestant on Ink, on Ink Master says, Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
You talk about OSHA <laughs> violations and how the 1991 Halloween Havoc cage had an electric chair that wasn't connected to power. It's probably because the power company sent you to make it. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Electric shell shocked your ass. <laughs> I'm right back. Regal, you were a terrible mentor. You want me to skip Sheffield? I want you to drown in Liverpool. <laughs> it's a pool filled with liver. And you're English. That means you're into weird animal parts, and that's not healthy. I'm so strong. Your drunk wrestling history podcast is like artificial sweeteners. You're fake and full of crap. <laughs> At least I have been to WrestleMania. I've been to more. Oh, shit. I'll give a lesson to all of you. Being the big guy is not just about being freaking jacked. It's about being a bigger person. That's why I pledge to stay positive to myself. And, and so I'm going to keep working out. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I keep doing, that's why I keep doing all of my workout. Every single day. I'm just bad myself. And that's why there are a bunch of Jeffries and Karens out there who want to talk crap about me. And, <laughs> and hopefully your YouTube show will rise you to the top. And I'll tell you what, I will be back in the ring. I'll be back in the <laughs> so no matter what, I challenge you all to bring whatever you got, because I will wrestle again. So feed me more. That's our show. We'll see you next season. Good night. <laughs>